Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Live from WHOHD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy, and we welcome you to Sound Off. We also welcome those of you who are watching the Academy Awards. The Oscars are over. This is a, an early it's a rarity. The Oscar. We appreciate it. More viewers for us. Yeah, so of the Best Picture nominees, I think there were eight, John. How yeah. many did you see? How many did I see? Yeah, uh, Green Book wins Best Picture. You see that? Uh, no, I, I saw um, I saw the Smurfs, which I know uh, rave reviews. Smurfs w was it good? Um, Inside Out, remember? In, yeah, that was rave reviews. Inside Out. These are animated films. They were. They do have a best, category. Best Picture, I thought. You you would have enjoyed Green Book, your Best Picture winner. I like Green Book a lot. Saw it twice. Uh, five one five two eight two ninety ten to sound off now. Uh, hot topics include. What is wrong with the Iowa State Cyclones? Mm. Iowa State loses for the third time in four games, and uh, something just seems off with Iowa State right now. Yeah, meantime, the Hawkeyes keep living on the edge, but thanks to Jordan Bohanna's finish, Iowa wins again. Sound off right now, 515-282-9010. Mm. Gary Dolphin deserves better, and Iowa has another unnecessary mess. Dolph recently compared Bruno Fernando's presence to that of King Kong. Bobby Hansen didn't flinch, he agreed. King Kong is a giant fictional ape viewed by some as racist stereotype. Broadcasters should stay away. Dolph says over the course of his career, he's used Kong, Godzilla, and Hulk interchangeably to describe monster players of all races. Size and skill matter, not color. If Dolphin called Ryan Creener King Kong, no one cares. As we all know, racism still exists, but not here. This whole thing stinks like Bigfoot's armpit. Hang on. Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah, Bigfoot's okay. For two days, no one complained publicly about what Dolph said. No tweets, no posts, no calls, nothing. Then an email appears, and before you can say overreaction, we go from no story to national news. This wasn't the PC police. This was someone wanting Gary Dolphin out. A remainder of season suspension, minimum seven games, and no one puts his or her name on it? Gary Barba, director of athletics, won't answer questions. Fran McCaffrey, head coach, won't either. So they put players who just won a game as first available for something they had no part. Where are the paid adults? The players deserve better, so does Dolph. The treatment of Gary Dolphin here is inexcusable. After 22 loyal years as voice of the Hawkeyes, Dolphin's career may end because of a supposed racist comment when Barta, McCaffrey, and everyone else who heard it 
knows Dolph was not being racist. They did not stand up for him at all. Silence speaks volumes. Barta's leadership led to a multi-million dollar settlement for discrimination, but Dolph gets humiliated because of ongoing tensions, a hot mic, and a comment no one noticed and few found offensive? It's never too late to make things right. Educate people why it's inappropriate to refer to a black man as King Kong, accept Dolph's heartfelt apology, and then reinstate him. Fix this, Iowa. Can't argue with that. All right. The University of Iowa has turned this Gary Dolphin situation into a complete debacle. Dolph did not deserve to be suspended for the rest of the season. Talked to? Yeah. Made aware that his comments may offend? Yes. But Iowa chose to embarrass its legendary broadcaster and not stick up for him. The sad part is, all this unnecessary attention on Dolph has taken away from the fact that Fran McCaffrey is having one of his best seasons. And Jordan Bohannon is the most clutch college shooter I've ever seen. Ice cold assassin. Think about it. How many times have you heard throughout the years, man, I wish the Hawkeyes had a closer, someone that could hit the big shot in the final seconds. Heck, go back 20 years. Dean Oliver, Luke Recker, Jeff Horner, Adam Haluska, Matt Gatins, Aaron White, Devin Marble, Mike Gazelle, Jared Utoff, Peter Jock, all great players that had a moment here and there, but none with the clutch gene of Bohannon. Bohannon hits horse shots from the parking lot to ice games. He's not Steph Curry, but the off-balance deep looks from three are straight out of the Curry bag of tricks. When the lights are the brightest, some have it and some don't. Bohannon has it and wants the ball in his hands. The kid who was laughed at when Iowa signed him is now doing the laughing. The kid who had plenty of haters saying he couldn't play in the Big Ten will finish his career as Iowa's all-time three-point leader and top three in conference history. This is what we should be focusing on this week. Instead, the light shines bright on another mismanagement of power by the University of Iowa. Yeah, another unnecessary mess. I mean, yeah. no, no reason for it. And you're right, it does take away from what's been a, a really good season. And Bohannon did Iowa a tremendous favor because if the Hawks lose that game to Indiana at home, as it appeared the Hawks would. It looked like it, yeah. Man, He's, that, that he makes saved the, the Dolph the day. thing get even more attention yeah. than it has. Uh, let's start off with Joe and Bondurant. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts tonight? I'll tell you, I agree with you guys about the Dolphin travesty. If anyone did take that as a racist comment, maybe they ought to take a look in the mirror and see who the real racist is. And then I've got a question for you guys. You're the sports gurus. Uh, don't be offended because I called you a guru, okay? okay? Okay. But I want you to also know that are you investigative reporters? Do you know if the player from Maryland was actually offended or who is actually behind this and has got the putting the target on the back of Gary Dolphin? I, I don't. Uh, we don't know uh, who's behind this. We my have... guess, and my guess is the Maryland player never even heard it because it was in a post-game comment. So well, it for was... two days we heard nothing. Yeah, there was no talk about this. There were no tweets. Do you know how hard it is to have something not appear on social media at all? It's impossible nowadays. The Iowa made us aware of it. Yeah, it, it, there, it... there's an agenda here. Any any thoughtful, mm -hmm. reasonable person knows there's an agenda here. And uh, it stinks. I yeah. mean, it, it, it stinks. And to answer the, the caller's question, 
Fernando, I know uh, there were a couple of reporters. I was not one of them. I, I believe the Des Moines Register and Cedar Rapids Gazette reached out to Maryland. Maryland said uh, that neither the players nor anyone at Maryland would have any comment. Yeah, and I'm guessing they would have never even known about this had Iowa not made such a big deal out of it. Becky is in Bondurant. Cyclone basketball is on Becky's mind. Uh, Becky, are you concerned about this slump that Iowa State is in? Well, I don't know if I'm more depressed or ticked off. I just so I've heard Hawkeye fans call in and be mad about Fran McCaffrey. Well, at least he's up and yelling and into the game. Steve Prome stands up. I mean, they're playing horribly. Turn around and sit down, and he's doing nothing. I mean, he's making $2 million a year. I mean, at least get mad or something. I mean, I just I don't know what your guys' opinion is, but... You know, well, I think he has to be who he is, and he's, he's his not style's a fiery not a, guy. Yeah, his style's not a fiery coach. Yeah. I, I have no doubt that he's frustrated yeah. right now and that he's trying to get through to these guys. I think Steve Prohm is the kind of guy that just expects maximum effort at all times and doesn't understand when he doesn't get it. But uh, he, uh, he's not a screamer. I don't expect that that's going to change. The most fiery, uh, and thank you for the call, Becky, I think the most fired up we've ever seen Steve Prohm was the Iowa State-Iowa game, right? Yeah, when he was, they kind of got in a little scuffle there on the court, and you know, towards the end, and the players, you know, he's trying to get players separated and stuff. Yeah, that's pro you're probably right. Yeah. More calls coming up later. Mike and Chad are on the line, but right now it's time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Now, Jim Lyons says amazing like this between Iowa's Luca Garza and Sammy Gale from Blue Bloods. Tiny ref, it's the rare male-female crossover. Is it a match? Mm. No. I'm not no. seeing that one either. Uh, Sarah from Ames writes, watching the ISU men's game versus Texas. I could not help but think that Texas coach Shaka Smart looks like actor playwright Lynn manuel Miranda. Tiny ref? One has a little more hair. Guys, complaining about the weather has never done anyone any good. Yeah, like that's going to stop me. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. One has to go. All were good on the office, but which male character goes? My all-time favorite comedic show on TV, Kevin Malone, he, Jim Halpert, Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute. I, I see the result. Kevin Kevin is uh, he's way behind here, but he was so funny. He's so funny. This More show of a minor was, character. Yeah, though. the show was so great. I mean, those characters were just awesome. Would you put the Nard Dog in this group? I think he'd probably still get voted out yeah. as well. Maybe. I think. Kevin is just kind of the most lovable guys. Kind of, yeah. When he drops the chili. <laughs> uh, this week's What's Bugging Andy is bugging many of you. It's sure bugging me. In the coming years, it's going to be easy for me to look back and find this particular segment of What's Bugging Andy. I include the month and the title. And this week, the title and the month are one and the same. What's Bugging Andy, February 2019, as in... How many different ways can one month be so positively awful and annoying? It started with Groundhog Day. Punks at Tawny Phil, that furry little fart knocker, actually said we'd have an early spring. So we went and got our hopes up. Signs of spring are the one thing we haven't seen this month. Bitter cold, heavy snow, high winds, ice, rain, thunderstorm, thunder snow, thunder sleet. I mean, fitting more bad weather into this month would be like fitting more stuff onto Post Malone's face. Of course, you 
get those people who just love to take this opportunity to point out, well, it's winter in Iowa, what do you expect? Well, I expect it to not be so bad that the mailmen can't work. And those guys are tougher than grandpa's toenails. You don't think it's so bad? Tell that to Bernard. Let's see you try taking a whiz into eight inches of snow when your legs are six inches long. Talk about a frosted tip. The Creston School District has had eight snow days so far. Those parents down there must be ready to install a Valium lick on the town square. And those kids, they're gonna get to spring break this year and say, wait, more time off? The snow plow broke my mailbox. The ice is breaking my gutters. And February 2019 is breaking my spirit. Shortest month of the year, my ass. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Uh, <laughs> oh, frosted tip. Uh, still ahead, uh, five places to not use your phone. Put the phone down, but use the phone to sound off right now. What is that, by the way? 515. Why is that on TV? Why is that on TV? That's got to be Old Spice. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Justin writes, Bruno Fernando is 6'10". I'm sure he did have a King Kong tendency with his performance, as would any other player, white, black, or any other race. Absolutely embarrassing what's happening to Dolph. The hashtag is FreeDolph. David writes, if anyone took this as a racist comment, they need to look, they need to take a serious look at their own worldview. They need to become an adult and stop playing the victim card. Dolph should not have apologized for anything. Who's in your five? Five places to not check your phone. Uh, number five, on the toilet. Ooh, that's yeah. dangerous. That's yeah. danger zone right there. Well, it's also disgusting. <laughs> uh, number four, at the movies. You've been, uh -huh. been by this yeah. person? I mean, got to turn it off yeah. when the previews start. Yeah. Number three, in labor. I mean, no one does this. I'm sure they do. No. Hey, they got to get to the Instagram, got to get the <laughs> Snapchat out, got to hook up on Facebook. Uh, number two, in conversation, yep. how often does this happen? You're talking to somebody and you realize like in the middle of your your conversation, in the middle of your point, they look down and start checking their phone. They're paying no attention to what you're oh, saying. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's maddening. And number one, uh, it's obvious, it's not funny, it's driving. Yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. Mix, in, mix in this weather, the icy Ooh. roads, driving and texting, yeah, not good. All right, let's, uh, let's get back to live phone calls. Mike in West Des Moines has been waiting quite a while. Uh, Mike. What are your thoughts on this college basketball season? Well, here's my thought. Um, when I was playing basketball in college, uh, John Wooden made the statement when asked by a reporter, he said, quote, if you're, you're, if you're weightlifting and shooting a basketball at the same time, it will not affect your touch. And to me, you don't see pure shooters like you used to see anymore. You see more bricks being thrown up. And you see more air balls. What you is, think what's so? what's I mean, your take gosh. on that? Well, I, I guess I guess I feel like I don't have the data in front of me. I mean, I, I, I feel watch like, a lot of NBA, and the, the shooting's better than ever. But you just talked about Jordan Bohannon. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be Iowa's all-time three-point leader. Could be by the end of the year. But I, I think he's probably referring to a lot of these guys are really built nowadays. The muscles, the strength training. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe the the strength training can hamper the shooting a little bit. 
Um, and I, I could see that, but I don't have the data in front of me. I know Wieskamp's a really good three-point shooter. Bohannon's yeah. a good three-point shooter. Um, there's ebbs and flows, I think, which, with, with different generations. So do you feel, do you, if you're a sports fan, you feel that way about golf, too? Because, you know, golfers didn't used to, to bulk up, and now they, they lift weights a lot. Do you, oh, yeah. They yeah. do. <laughs> And they hit the ball out of sight, too. They, <laughs> yeah. they really do. Yeah, sometimes well, too that's, strong, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting but, thought. We but, appreciate that. You know, do you remember Eric May? Yeah, yeah. That went to Iowa? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, I saw him play in high school at Dubuque Wallard. And he was a great three-point shooter and a pure shooter. And when he got the day that he signed his letter of intent, he said in the Des Moines Register he couldn't wait to get to Iowa and get into the weight room. And after that, he wasn't a pure shooter anymore. Yeah, he he, he, he was an incredible athlete. He wasn't known as a shooter, great athlete. But, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I blamed my shooting woes on too much muscle. <laughs> I think I have too much muscle now. I think I need to lay off the weightlifting right now. Uh, Tom is in Granger with a thought on Gary Dolphin. Uh, Tom, you've already heard our thoughts, so we'll, we'll hand it over to you. What do you think? Yeah, man, I just don't think that you can claim ignorance and say something racist. Um, and just say that you don't know what's going on and that you meant intentionally different. So you, you think that him saying that is, is racist? Oh, it's definitely racist. I don't think he had any harm behind it. I just don't think that you can claim ignorance and then walk away from it saying that you had no control. It's inappropriate, but what Iowa missed here is a chance to educate people why it has a, a racist history and why some people feel like you cannot make that connection, even though many broadcasters have used King Kong to describe people of various races, meaning dominating, swatting shots out of the sky like King Kong swatted planes out of the skies. But it sounds like you know what some of the history is. Some people are not aware of that. And in Dolph's case, he's used it to describe white players before. And of course, that was fine. So this was a point, this was a chance to educate people he apologized. He said it was inappropriate. But come on, uh, rest of the season suspension, it just, it, it's too much. I think any reasonable person knows that this is personal and there's something else at play here. There's something else going on, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's definitely personal, and I think that they should have used – I agree with everything you say. I, do, I disagree with the fact that he used a racial comment and then said – I think that I was using it for a bunch of different games and I had, you know, I had no perspective on the entire thing. Well, over a 50-year broadcasting career, he said he's used movie references of physical monsters. Godzilla, like, the Hulk, God, he yeah, uses yeah. a lot of those, yeah. Yeah, he, he uses those. He, yeah, he and I, I, don't, I don't think that's an excuse. I don't think that you can use Godzilla and monsters as, a, as an excuse. I think... It's like using blackface and saying that I, I didn't know that was a big thing in the 80s or the 90s or but whatever. But there are all kinds of people that don't completely understand the history of blackface. And this is where, and thank you for the call, this is where Iowa missed the opportunity. Like, my kids were unaware of this history with, with, with King Kong. They were asking me about it. They didn't understand it, so I explained it to them. There's many people out there that keep sending us uh, photos of references to players being called beasts and saying, is that offensive? Or Al Lorenzen being called Vanilla Gorilla. Vanilla Gorilla, yeah. Yeah, there are people that don't understand this history that this comparison has, and Iowa had a chance to educate. But Iowa wasn't trying to educate here. Iowa wants to get Gary Dolphin trying out to move of on. basketball. Yep, move away That's what this is about. Yep. Knockout results straight ahead, plus Sears and I face off. What's going on? 
at Iowa State. We'll try to tell you. Knockout results of these four office characters. Who has to go? Kevin man. is out by a large margin. And who in the heck is voting for Michael Scott? Hello. There would be no office without him. I can't, can't vote 6%? for 6%. Can't vote for Dwight Schrute. Yeah. Jeez. Come on. We love you, Kevin. All right. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Iowa State is out of the Big 12 race after losing two in a row to Baylor and TCU. Steve Prohm called them out for toughness against Baylor. And then they shoot two for 20 from three against TCU. When Iowa State comes out apathetic and then can't shoot, the Cyclones can lose to anyone, John. The good news is when they're energized and motivated, the shot's falling. Clones can beat anyone, but it's driving Prome and fans nuts wondering which team shows up. Run out of time, too. Yeah. Arch Madness is setting up to be a fun tournament in St. Louis. No clear-cut favorite. Drake, Loyola, Missouri State all tied for first. And you and I, you and I, just one game back. Anyone can get this auto bid. Bulldogs, such a great story. And just when we thought the Panthers were dead, they leap back to life. Justin Surrency will cover the tourney for us, and he's already sending me notes. <laughs> he's so ready. fired up. And how cool was it to see Chris Hassel and Michael Admire doing play-by-play -play for the Drake game today? Hassel TV, Admire Radio. This photo made me proud and happy. Both Chris and Michael worked six years here, did so much memorable work and then moved on with, with bittersweet feelings. Plus, they have great hair, right? Real good hair. Look at that. Yeah. It's like the same hair on both of them. I'm jealous. All right, there's a legit possibility the Women's Player of the Year in the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the Missouri Valley all come from the state of Iowa. Right. Megan Gustafson, Bridget Carlton, and Becca Hittner. I think Gustafson and Hittner have it locked up. Should. Carlton, the question mark. But, man, we have some talent. This should be a sweep. Kim Mulkey at Baylor disagrees, <laughs> but I often disagree with Kim Mulkey. I love the way Bill Fenley said, vote for Carlton <laughs> or come talk to me at the Big 12 meetings. Carlton deserves it. Over under, overrated, Zion Williamson's Nike sneaker. Wow. Man, that blown out Paul George would get Zion a bigger contract, though. What? Nike's got to sign He'll get it out. soon, yeah. Underrated Converse weapons worn by Bird and Magic. Look at those things. Shh, look how sweet, though. No chance those You're shoes. You're not blowing those things out. No, no. All right, all guys. All right. Before we wrap up tonight, I got yep. an award to present for most blown calls to... Oh, the tiny ref. <laughs> I'm always winning stuff. Uh, there's no tiny ref with all the tiny people I stepped on to get where I am. A, B. Uh, and I, oh, you're playing me off? I don't play it off. I play people off. We're going to have words. One minute. All right, tiny ref. Man. He, he got played off. Well, yeah. it was good. That he needs to get out of here. All right, back to the uh, phones here. Daryl is in Des Moines. Daryl, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, it kind of, you know, I watched the show a long time, and it kind of bothered me tonight when Keith Murphy uh, was sticking up for uh, Gary Dolphin, saying uh, that it wasn't uh, necessarily need to be a suspension for the season for a racial comment when a European is talking about another European when you're hearing that from the black community, because I'm an African-American. Whether he meant to say it or not, it was absolutely the wrong thing to say well, in that we, situation. We, okay, uh, I we agree on that. Yeah, uh, we, I respect your opinion on that. It was an inappropriate comment. I explained why. Dolph apologized for it. Not everybody feels the way you do, including some African Americans. Dixie Wooten said on the Sports Fanatics Friday uh, that he considers a King Kong comparison in athletics to be a great compliment. 
Dixie Wooten is African-American. Head coach of the Iowa Barnstormers. Uh, head coach of the Iowa Barnstormers. Not everybody feels like you, and I can only uh, speak for myself, but I do feel like when you make this the cause, you take away from more just causes, more causes that actually need attention, and we need to concentrate on, on the, the real, true, mean-spirited, bad racism in the world, and not this. This wasn't that. No one thinks Go listen was, to the audio again yeah, if you haven't heard it. Come on. This was about basketball. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. What's coming up next with Graham Bensinger? Hey, Murph. This week, the crew and I look back at our favorite moments from this past season, from international travel to exclusive access. The grand plan with Nicky Lauda was to visit with him in Vienna and then ride with him in his private jet to go to the Belgian Grand Prix. All that's coming up next on In Depth right here on WHO Channel 13. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.